0: What's up, everybody? We are live. Welcome back to the Mindset Mogul podcast. We are your hosts, Josh Jacobs and Bradley Mora, and we are here today to talk about mindset, um, talk about problems, how to solve them, how to live a fulfilled life, all the good stuff that you want to hear. So uh, we like to start out these episodes by having a moment of gratitude get the energy right to consume this content and really soak it in and put yourself in the right mind state. So I just want to say I'm super grateful to be here. Very grateful to be talking to you, Brad, you, the audience member. Thank you for listening. I'm extremely grateful to have even one person listening to this. And yeah, I just want you guys to take a second to think about something that you're grateful for today. It could be something very specific that happened to you. It could be just the fact that you have running water and a meal to eat. Anything to focus on the positives in life and what you have versus what you don't have. Um, So with that said, how are you doing today, Brad?
1: I'm doing fantastic. And I'll tell you what, that was a good intro and you've got me pumped up, feeling very grateful to be with you here today, feeding off your energy.
0: I love it. I love it. Well, we're going to talk a lot about gratitude today because we have another Q&A episode. But before we dive in, I just want to remind you guys something that will really, really help us out right now as we're just starting this podcast is if you share this pod or if you leave us a review, follow us, subscribe if you're watching on YouTube, Like, comment, all that good stuff will really, really help us out and we would really appreciate it. Um, So thank you for that. And by the way, if you want your own question answered, you can email that into support at mindsetmogul.com or you can leave a comment on our YouTube channel and we will answer it on this show. Um, So without further ado, let's jump in. Today we have a question from James B and it says, hi, Josh and Brad. I would love to hear you talk more about getting out of a funk depression. Every morning when I wake up, I feel so down and have no motivation to do anything. If I'm being honest, I just feel sad a lot of the time and I'm not sure how to turn it around and be happy. Do you have any advice for me? First of all, I just want to say James, thank you so much for your question and being very vulnerable. I'm I'm sorry that you feel so down a lot, but the good news is is that there are many, many things that you can do to turn this around. And I just want to preface this episode by the way by saying me and Brad are not doctors. Obviously some people definitely have chemical imbalances and should seek, you know, medical advice, but for what we are going to talk about today are things that have helped us get out of these things, you know, without having to necessarily take medicine. So I just wanted to preface that because obviously there are some people who require medicine, but I do think that there are many, 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 I can keep going, many things that you can do that you can force yourself to do before you start taking medicine. And we're going to talk about those things today. Um, the Before we even jump in, you know, you said that um, you're not sure to t- how to turn it around and just be happy. And I want to open this up with a quote from Eckhart Tolle, which is, don't seek happiness. If you seek it, you won't find it because seeking is the antithesis of happiness. And somebody said to me one time that happiness is a choice. It's a choice to be happy. And that was like mind-blowing to me. I'm like, what do you mean it's a choice to be happy? I wake up every day depressed. I don't choose to be depressed. I, I I would choose to be happy if I could. And what I didn't realize is that you can choose to be happy, but there's a lot of things that you have to choose to do in order to get to that happiness. And again, we shouldn't be seeking the happiness We should be seeking the thing, doing the things that make us happy. And just to give you an example of what that may be, we talked about gratitude right at the beginning of this. I know, James, that I have felt exactly like you have one time. I've talked about this in one of our earlier podcasts, which you probably didn't listen to because it was when we just started and we didn't know what we were doing. But (laughs) there was a point in time where I woke up every single day for over a year just with the worst depression I've ever had in my life. Literally, I'd be in freaking tears in certain mornings and no clue how to get out of it. I felt like, I I honestly feel like this question came from myself a few years ago. And I can tell you that there's many things that we're gonna talk about, but the number one thing to do as soon as you wake up in the morning, if you feel like this, is go to gratitude. And I know we talk about this constantly, but there's a reason we talk about this constantly because it's so important. Gratitude is the ultimate combative way or way to combat all these negative feelings that you have. Because instead of focusing on what you don't have and how you're not feeling happiness and how you may not be living the life that you want to live, you start focusing on all the amazing things that you do have. When you really sit and think, I have running water, you are ahead of a big portion of the world who literally does not have running water. If you have a meal to eat, you are ahead of a big portion of the world who doesn't have a meal to eat. If you have a shelter over your head, if you have one relationship in your life, if you have, there's all sorts of, if you have all of your limbs, if you woke up, if you can walk, there's all sorts of things that we take for granted because it's how we live our everyday lives that when you really sit and reflect every morning, how lucky you are to be doing those things it naturally starts shifting your mindset towards thinking about the things you have versus thinking about the things you don't have. And I wanted to start it off with this because that, for me, was one of the biggest things that helped me go from that major depression I just told you about to now waking up, feeling pumped up for every single day. But to this day, to this day, I still have to wake up every single morning and focus on gratitude. And if I don't, I will probably have a shitty day. And if I don't over and over and over again for multiple days at a time, I'll spiral right back into that depression. So I'm going to let you talk about this for I got, a second. I, I got a
1: couple of things. I got a couple of things for you on this because yeah. what you just said is super important. And I think the first quote that you had connects super nicely to the concept of gratitude. He said, if you seek it, you won't find it because seeking is the antithesis of happiness. So basically you're creating a gap between what you have and what you want. There's another Naval quote that it's desire is a contract with yourself to not be happy until you have the thing. It's paraphrasing, but that's that's the general idea. And so it's, it's it's the same type of thing, but you've created a gap between what you want and what you have. And gratitude is closing that gap. You go from a place of wanting something and not having it to feeling fulfilled for having something. And so it's a total frame shift in your mind from a place of emptiness to a place of abundance to not having something and wanting it to having things and then feeling good about having those things. And so effectively, you're training your brain. To operate from a place of happiness because you appreciate the things that you do have, and so and in the absence of death, you will have something that you can attach to and say, "I have this, and view that as, view that from a place of of something to be and have appreciation for and so I thought the quote that you started off with and the gratitude practice itself those ideas connect really strongly because gratitude moves you from a place of emptiness and desire to one of essentially fulfillment, just like that. And so I would question to anyone listening to James, why not feel fulfillment and train yourself to feel fulfillment on the turn of a dime? Like that, we talk about this concept of mental fitness, and that is an extremely important one is be able, being able to control the frame of reference of, with, of how you look at life
0: and yeah.
1: uh, I was gonna the say the mental- thing that you touched on, sorry oh, go, go for ahead. it
0: no, no, no go for it, go for it
1: all right I'll take it the <laughs> uh the other the the other thing that you touched on only because it like literally happened to me last night and this morning, I don't know if my diet is lacking something or I didn't get enough sunlight, but at the end of the the hours leading up to going to bed yesterday, I was in a little bit of a funk and my state had changed. My mood was like moving in one towards. It was like it was a depressive moment, and I needed to in order to get out of that. I had to take action. Like I had the moment, even though I like consistently train myself on these things and try and cultivate a higher level of mood all the time, you still fall into it. It doesn't matter who you are. Everyone is subject to these ebbs and flows. And sometimes you don't know what's causing these things and you can try and be proactive. But ultimately the mind, it's not your friend. It's not built to be your friend and to keep you in these good states. And so even people like us that are consistently focused on this do have downhill slides that we constantly have to be training ourselves to work against. And so in that situation, I ended up reading The Power of Intention, a book that Josh and I are reading right now, in order to fill my mind with more positive thoughts and mentality. And it worked. It brought me back up before going to bed. And then lo and behold, I woke up this morning. I don't know if I had like a bad dream, but I woke up stressed and feeling off. And that continued to persist the first 15 minutes I was awake. And then in order to combat that, went for a walk to get sunlight and then also listened to an uplifting... Lewis Howes podcast, where he talked with Jim Quick and pumped my mind with, again, the type of thoughts that I'm trying to cultivate. And only after that did I move my mood back in the direction that I wanted it to. And so the whole point I'm trying to make is it happens to people in varying degrees, but no matter what, we're always going to be fighting these things. And so training yourself... And being conditioned to snap into action to try and combat them when they do happen is extremely important. And it's something I literally was dealing with yesterday and this morning.
0: And I love how you said mental fitness because everything that you just described is mental fitness. Going on a walk is mental fitness. Listening to an uplifting podcast is mental fitness. Reading a positive book is mental fitness. Practicing gratitude is part of mental fitness, doing a, doing meditation is part of mental fitness. But essentially, you have to train your brain just like you train your body, right? And if you don't train your body, by the way, you should definitely start doing that because it'll help your brain. But you have to create a mental fitness routine. And by that, I mean wake up and do a gratitude practice. Whether you just say things out loud to yourself, whether you write them down, whatever you're doing, as long as you turn your mind towards focusing on the things that you have that you appreciate, start meditating. It's a great way to clear your mind. It's something that I need to do more consistently, but when I've done it in the past consistently, it's the ultimate way to clear your mind of all of the stresses that you have and just understand and basically connect with the source, I guess I should say. Um, And then another thing that's... Can I, can I cut in
1: on that? One other Please. thing on meditation that I think is important, especially as it pertains to these negative emotions, is it allows you to start separating yourself, which I think when you say connecting to the source, this is a, this is a big piece of that. It allows you to separate yourself from the concept of even depression or the concept of feeling in a funk or the concept of even feeling happy. And you, re- you realize that these emotions, they start to turn into objects that you can hold. They separate from the core you. And so the ability to do that makes it a lot easier to manage your emotions at times when things are starting to become overwhelming. So you're essentially practicing the ability to separate from a negative emotion itself. It brings you to a higher level of awareness. And so in the context of mental fitness, it's like, oh, I have a bad emotion coming meditation the meditation training i did helps me become aware of that emotion more quickly and then disarm it by recognizing that i am not that emotion so that you can then also take yourself to a place where you can go take action to rid yourself of that emotion go take that walk go get that sunlight go do some quick physical activity to to change your state and so it helps slow everything down is uh is a good way I've heard it put before.
0: Yeah. I think one of the, one of the best ways that it was explained to me is like, if you picture yourself on the side of a highway and all of the cars going by on the highway are your thoughts and you are removing yourself from your thoughts and watching them pass you by so that you don't actually get attached to any specific one of them. And like you said, it's a way to just detach yourself and almost look at yourself from a third person, what you're feeling and the emotions. And it's very powerful. Um, So yeah, I agree. I think on the other spectrum of that is challenging yourself physically. There is, maybe it's possible, but if you do a very intense workout for 30 minutes, an hour, it's very unlikely that you're going to still feel the same level of depression that you do right now. Like the, the, just physiology, whatever happens when you're working out, Brad probably understands more of the scientific stuff than me. But all I know is that after an intense workout, you feel better. And if you do that consistently every single day and make it a part of your life, it's just momentum that you build. And I consider my physical fitness part of my mental fitness routine. Um, So Brad, do you agree that every time you work out, you, and maybe you do know the science behind it, but like, do you agree that every time you work out, you feel a million times better than before you worked
1: out? It's paramount to mental fitness. Having your physical body in order, and this bridges both food, the inputs that you take into your body, and then the physical activity that you, that you pursue. But on, a, on like an immediate basis, the easiest thing you can do to go feel better is run five wind sprints. It's, you don't even have time or like the mental space to feel negative emotions when you're running wind sprints. And you essentially fill all that space with the focus on doing the challenging activity. And then to your point, from a physiological standpoint, anytime you put your body under, minor amounts of stress and physical workouts are a form of minor stress like a major stress would be like you're poisoning yourself so don't do that but <laughs> a minor amount of stress this is why cold exposure is a is the same type of thing it's a minor amount of stress your body's reaction to those minor amounts of stress is to repair heal and improve itself and so it's a it's a defense mechanism essentially and that is why you start to it's a it's a piece of why you feel good and people generally talk about having a high after a workout. And so there's absolutely 100% a physiological reaction to going through some form of minor physical stress that pushes you up and out away from depression. The uh, I alluded to it a second ago, but cold therapy does a very similar thing. I think that is a form of treatment for Uh, depression or light depression that people are having. And so they all fall under the same bucket of put yourself under stress and you're going to change the way that you think.
0: So you said run five wind sprints is a great way to do it. And I agree. I mean, I, so here's, here's why I wanted to point that out because when you are in this depression, as I know, the last thing that you want to go do is run five wind sprints. Like First of all, even if you're motivated, the last thing you want to go do is run five wind sprints. But when you feel like dying, the last thing you want to go do is run five wind sprints. But here's the thing. Instead of thinking, I'm going to go run five wind sprints because I'm going to, you know, get in shape or whatever. Like now, when I wake up and go on a run in the morning, I don't think I'm going to go on a run because I want to go get in shape and I want to look good and all this stuff that will come along with it. Sure. Sure. What I really think about and what actually gets me out of bed and outside is knowing how good I'll feel after. It's all about my mindset. It really has nothing to do with my physical body. Maybe it started out like that, that I wanted to look good and I wanted to get healthy and all that. And obviously, that's part of it. But I would not get up and get out of bed just for that. The reason I get up and get out of bed is because I know how amazing it's going to make me feel after and how healthy it is for my mental fitness. So I think just having the understanding and awareness of why you're doing it and why you need to force yourself to do it in those moments where you have where there's nothing more you want to do less than go do those wind sprints having the clear awareness as to what will come from it mentally is what will actually go and get you to do it. And you'll start to learn that the more you do it of how beneficial it really is and what that really, that high is. Um, So yeah, the other thing outside of everything that we talked about with mental fitness, you know, here's a simple, here's a simple quote. When you feel helpless, get helpful. When you are really feeling down and you just like going and doing a physical activity and it gives you a high, when you go do something to help others, a random act of kindness, um, volunteering somewhere, you will feel a million times better about yourself. It's It's just a natural thing. When you help somebody else, you're going to feel better about yourself. So simple thing, but when you feel helpless, get helpful. Go help somebody on the street if you live in a city. Go volunteer somewhere. There's many things that you can do to help people. Give somebody a compliment. I mean, it's very easy. So that's uh, that's one more interesting thing that I would say can help you. But I think we covered a lot. Um, Brad, I don't know if you have anything else to add. I think the most important thing that you can focus on, James, is creating a mental fitness routine and treating work, exercising your brain like you would treat exercising your body. And I think that's the, probably the main takeaway from here. And obviously, like we said, included in the mental fitness is gratitude, medif- meditation, challenging yourself physically, reading, med- uh, all the things that you would consider to be positive for your mindset. Um, Brad, do you have anything else to add before we jump into the
1: exercise? No, I think we're at a good place to wrap and, uh and hop in.
0: Agreed. Okay, so audience exercise, super easy today. It's... Wake up, James, and anybody else listening, but I'm speaking to you right now, James. Wake up and immediately speak out loud five things that you're grateful for. Write them down if you have a little notepad next to you, but I'm talking about literally before you could even move, as soon as your alarm goes off. As soon as you open your eyes, the first thought that you need to have are five things that you're grateful for. It could be super specific. It could be as simple as, like I was saying earlier, I have running water. I have all my limbs. I can walk. I have shelter. I have a meal. And then you could go into, I have a loving family. Or if you don't, you know, you go into other things that are just simple and start doing that every single day. And it's going to sh- shift the way. That you start your day instead of spiraling into this negativity, you're forcing yourself instantly to think about the things you have instead of the things that you desire. Um, And then outside of that, when you do notice yourself start to spiral, do something to change your physical state. Maybe it's 50 jumping jacks, maybe it's some push ups, maybe it's a breathing exercise, maybe it's going on a walk outside. Do something to change your physical state and it will help you change your mental state um, and stop you from spiraling negatively. So James, I hope that you got something from this. I I feel confident that if you create a mental fitness routine, you will get out of this funk. Um, So I really encourage you to take what we said here and put it into action immediately, literally right now. Um, So yeah, with that said, Brad, do you have anything else to add, brother?
1: No, I think, I think you stressed the importance of of getting this stuff done because it will and it has the ability to change things in a moment's time.
0: Awesome. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, Once again, if you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe and leave us a comment with your question or just what you thought of the episode. Give us a like and please... Press that bell for notifications. Um, see, I'm learning all this stuff right now. I'm like a professional YouTuber all of a sudden. Uh, <laughs> if you're if you're listening on Apple or Spotify or any of those things, uh, please give us a follow and leave us a review. We really, really appreciate it. This is how uh, we're going to grow the show by you know getting you guys to enjoy what we're doing and share the stuff. So uh, we really appreciate you for listening and making it to the end. With that said, have a great day, and we will see you in the next one. Take care.
1: Take care, everybody.